whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we, are we are here, here to rant and rave. rave. Why does it sound perfect to me? You know what? It sounded a lot more in sync today, I have to say. I, feel... I know you always think it's in sync. I, I always do. <laughs> but I didn't hear quite a delay as I did today. Well, I mean, in the past. We shall see, and the listener already knows <laughs> whether we were together or not. Ooh, what a fun game. Jessica, how was your week? It was great. I oh, nice. uh, feel like I had so many things to discuss about it. I don't even know where to begin. Um, oh. All I, I right, then I will go ahead and start then. Do no, it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with this because it's the only thing I can think of right now because my short-term memory the last few days has been literally nil, like to the point no, of I, scaring me because... May I please give you relief on that? Because yes. literally every human I have spoken to, also a lot of them not even in this state, feels exactly the same way. I feel like I will be mid-conversation with someone and then look at them and go, what were we talking about? Dana, that's what I did all day yesterday. And but other people are doing it. I've had writing meetings even where mm-hmm. like the director and the <laughs> and the, another person on staff, we were in the middle of sentences and then they both were like, wait, what what were we talking about? Like yes. mid literally mid sentence. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, thank God it's not just me. I'm very glad and relieved to hear that because it's a lot of people. Yesterday I was at the gift show at the California gift show writing orders for some of my clients and the girl that was helping me, the rep was like, Oh, well, what about this line? Or what about these? And I'm like, well, I have six left of, you know, cactus blossom. I have two cotton antique and I have one sea salt in there. She's like, how the F do you remember that? I said, girl, I have the memory of an elephant. She goes, wow, that's amazing. I go, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I said, yes, I can remember things that we're talking about now, 20 years from now to the day and with the shirt you were wearing when you told it to me. I cannot remember if you asked me, what did you do when you got up this morning? I wouldn't know. No, that I I don't either. That's short term. Don't know that. But I also don't remember my memories of childhood. And maybe I'm blessed because I really only remember the day-to-day norm stuff and the great stuff. I don't remember any, hardly any of the bad unless it was traumatic and damaged me for life, like the avocado booger green swimsuit. Like those things I remember. But it's interesting. I am absolutely a mini-me of my dad. My dad cannot remember. He can say three three words to you and an hour later he will only remember one word. (laughs) Like he can't. Every time he watches a movie, it's the first time he's seen it, no matter how many times he's seen it. How funny. And I am. See, for me, it all comes flooding back. Like, I could have not seen something for 30 years. And this has happened a lot lately. An old movie I'll be on, I'll be like, yes, I haven't seen this. And then I'll start quoting it. And Alan's like, how the hell? How do you remember? I don't remember stuff like that. And partially, I think I've trained myself to be that way because Mm – 
I told you, I've told you before, and I say it all the time. My brain is like a toilet. I flush it all the time <laughs> because I have to memorize lines for auditions and when we work. Yes. And you know, I'm mine is like a steel me. trap. <laughs> I'm a toilet, and you're a steel trap. I also, this is so crazy. I feel like this exact reference is something we talked about in the way early days of our podcast. I think we and I'm going to have to actually. go back and look. Yeah. It's I'm so sure funny. we did. I constantly tell people I'm a toilet. Isn't that healthy? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And if we didn't talk about it, I wouldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm also the queen of like, I will be looking for one specific thing. And believe me, we'll get into this in my rant. Mm -hmm. And it will be right in front of my face. And I, my brain can't see it. Oh, my same. brain cannot see it. I will believe that there are ghosts before I will believe that my brain can't see something sitting right in front of my stupid yes. face. But it's uh, true. <laughs> do you know how many times I've been actively talking on the phone and telling that person i can't i was about to leave but i can't find my phone and they're like jessica and i'm like you're frantic they're like jessica and then i'm like jessica you're yeah. talking to me on your phone <laughs> well get ready from for some stories <laughs> in my rant about some great stuff that i accomplished this week <laughs> maybe we should just get into it then did you have anything it. else that you wanted to say about your week i'm sure my, it will all my... come out in the wash all right because my rant really is kind of just a descriptor of my week hilarious okay let's go for it let's do it so my rant <laughs> is not really a question it's just an experience <laughs> i had of trying to pee in a cup at the doctor's office now oh uh, no 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 so not a, I, not a scale of mine okay uh, and, and as bad as you are i'm probably two or three times worse because apparently <laughs> get ready for some tmi uh, i found this out when i had a baby uh apparently i have a real deep urethra okay mm -hmm. which means i don't know i guess i got a lot of carriage around my pee pee area i don't know what exactly what it means. all i know is that i think most people pee pee in a pretty straight line that's never mm. been a thing for me no i don't know I, I mean maybe maybe male uh i was gonna say male people what is wrong with me men boys okay well i don't i pee pee all over the place and it's they so when I had a baby, I had to have a catheter so many times in my lifetime uh, between broken things and uh -huh. having a the baby. And worst I, ever. Yes. And they always had such a hard time getting it in because my urethra was too deep. And so anyway, Crazy. yeah, it's such a way. I feel like Hank Hill from <laughs> King of the Hill and how he had a small urethra and that's why he couldn't. Make babies. <laughs> <laughs> it was always such an embarrassment to him. I've got a small urethra. Um, anyway, so my point is I went to the doctor for just my regular, like I had to get my medication refilled. Uh -huh. I'm close to my yearly checkup, all that stuff, right? Because uh -huh. of my our health journey that we've been on. Right. Unfortunately, my regular doctor was out for two weeks. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> Oh, Here in California, yeah. if somebody says, hey, so-and-so is not going to be in for five days or two weeks or whatever, and you go, oh, what's going on? And they go, oh, we can't say legally. Mm -hmm. You know what it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, 
she said, why don't you go ahead and pee in a cup? We'll get some of this stuff going for when your doctor gets back because my mm -hmm. physical's coming up. And sure. so I did. Well, I tried. And yeah. I'm never very good at it anyway. So this time I was like, well, I'm going to outsmart you, deep urethra, and tried some different maneuvers. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've already hit a new level of low because technically speaking, I went to that doctor's appointment in pajamas. Technically. Amazing. <laughs> it's a gray matching pajama top and bottom, but it's just like cottony and loose enough that it's like, maybe you're just a rich mom at home with a babysitter that does yoga. Maybe it's athleisure wear. Thank you. <laughs> well, whatever it is, I went to the doctor in it. And I was on that toilet and it's got, it just doesn't matter. None of this matters. It doesn't. Let me get to the point that I peed all over the floor. <laughs> I peed all over my pants, which yes. were light gray. Yes. Yes. Why are you so loud? Again. See, you, Alan tells you you're loud. My son comes and tells me I'm and loud and off. then runs away because his daddy <laughs> came in to go, what are you doing? <laughs> because I'm recording and he's already asked me for goldfish and I said, why are you so loud? Love <laughs> I love that he ran like the wind. He did. He saw his daddy coming and he ran. <laughs> um, oh my okay. God. So anyway. I There's saw. nothing you can do about it on your no. pants either. And you can't dry that out. What's that hotel in Vegas that has all the water, the water fountains? Bellagio. Okay. I felt like I was at the urine <laughs> Bellagio because I looked <laughs> down between my legs at one point and I couldn't, I could tell it was not going in the cup. Like I couldn't uh -huh, feel weight, uh -huh. but I looked down and it was just a waterfall. It was just, I was just a water sprayer of pee pee on that toilet and it was not going in the bowl. Jessica, that my dog. light. I know I heard the dog. I haven't heard Sorry. it for ages. That's Go all right. On. I just saw your face. You got so evil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just saw pee pee sprinkling out. What did all you outside. do? Just laugh and like, I mean, because what can you do at that? Point? I literally... ask for a gown and then walk out to your car, <laughs> butt half butt naked. Well, I looked down at my pants and saw the dark gray sprinkles. <laughs> I'm and I went. I did what I always do about myself and go, dang it, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, well, you're going to have to walk out of this room and everybody's going to know you peed all over yourself because it's the pee pee bathroom uh -huh. for cup pee pees uh -huh. that you put your pee pees in the door and you're coming uh -huh. out. And I was like, just pretend like it, you washed your hands and got messy. <laughs> So, You're like that I sink just sprayed all over me. Yes, They're like all right. over my crotch. <laughs> I'm only five three. I mean, that would be a real low sink. Oh <laughs> poor, poor Alan would be bending in half to wash his hands the way I'm describing. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> but I confidently walked out of that bathroom and went, "Thanks, ladies, bye." <laughs> because were you? Could you put it in the little door and then just kind of be like, nothing mm -hmm. to see here? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I was mad because I was like, you are a grown woman walking around with pee-pee pants. And I took my butt to a nursery outdoor and bought yeah. myself a regal alocasia with pee-pee pants and all. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this Quite was also the same day, okay? 
and then I'll end my rant. This is just a Dana rant. This is just like, why are you who you are? Okay. Because I haven't lost my keys since I was in my late twenties, early thirties. And that is because that's because I lost them every single day. It was a 20 minute stress pile every single day. When I left for work, I could not find my keys. So years ago, I finally said, that's it. You're wasting literally days of your life if you yep. continue this way, looking for your dang keys. There's no sense in it. Shame mm-hmm. on you. You don't have a right to complain or be stressed out because you dang did it yourself. Okay. So I bought a hook to go by the door and I yes. just, I hang them, I hang them, I hang my Same. purse, I hang so I don't lose. Okay. Well, I had gotten Henry off for his school day. I knew I had just a certain amount of time before I had to be at a scary in-person callback for a commercial, which I haven't done for ages. They just haven't been having them. Mm -hmm. But this was like very limited people, no clients or director, anybody in the room. They're all on Zoom, whatever. So I was like, okay, double mask up, get do your thing. This is your job. You need money because you haven't worked in forever. (laughs) I could not find my keys. And I know it's Uh, because I came home knowing I had just a small window to shower, try and look nice, get across town, right? So I just came in without thinking. Now, when I went to leave, I could not find those keys. And when I tell you I had a massive meltdown of epic proportions, let me just tell you guys, the next day my whole body was sore because I flew flew around this house, ripping it apart. (laughs) I was on my hands and knees looking under couches going, Dana, what is wrong with you? Your house is the size of a postage stamp. How could you possibly lose these keys? You had to have them to get in here. Yep. (laughs) Yes. Girl, I hung those keys on a hook, a utility hook Mm -hmm. on the other side of the wall underneath a extra coat I have for Henry for the winter. Mm -hmm. Now, what in the world? I, I was texting my agent like a crazy person. This is why agents hate actors. I was like, I am legitimately crying right now. I don't know where these keys are. I called Dan Tipton as if he could help. <laughs> Who is that? Well, I, let's just uh, call a spade a spade. I don't mean to uh, interrupt Dana mid-rant, no, but little... you're going to hear an entire conversation in the background because I've been hearing it. Like biting through but my lip as you're talking. It's a legal conversation. There's a legal. Yeah, and it's my neighbors who are talking with other neighbors and just... outside. Uh huh. Because it seems like they're in their bedroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. care. Whatever. My kid just ran in here and asked us for goldfish. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's just a universe's sign to say, Dana, just shut up. Everybody knows you're a train wreck. Yeah. I I went to an outdoor nursery, full blown pee pee pants in pajamas let's be honest and i also lost my keys for 45 minutes i called and woke up kira and said can you come and get me because i don't know what to do i can't lock my house i can't drive Uh my car Uh (laughs) and this is the first in-person callback i've had oh god in what two years like i've had one other in person but i was like i need to make it felt like normal dana self-sabotage but uncontrolled like i didn't I, there was nothing I could do about it. And why am I crying right now? I just I don't know. I swallowed my own spit wrong. I got so upset. Uh, I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it took me 45 minutes to find those keys. It's so infuriating because you did what I do all the time. You did hang them up. 
yes. but not in not the where space they where they normally are. Yeah. But it's maddening when you know you're like, okay, when it's I say physically I impossible that they're not in my, this house because yes, I got in you, with them. I ripped my house apart, which made me mad because it was clean. Yes, and looking in places that you would have never put never. the keys in, you didn't doors you didn't even open, just thinking like, did I forget? Did I, I went in my myself. attic. I know myself. I looked in the bathroom. I looked in the refrigerator. Like I know my I know my own shortcomings, and I still couldn't figure it out. And I was so upset. And the next day, my and and that's before I peed all over myself. Oh my! And the next day, God. I woke up sore because the workout. Of trying to find my keys was so massive <laughs> that I physically strained my body. And then when I got oh to the callback, I walk in the room. They're all on computers. I can't see them, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's just the session runner. Sorry, this is uh -huh. all Hollywood. <laughs> Behind the scenes of a not very interesting story. Uh, <laughs> so I walk in the room. And it's just the camera operator. Everybody else right. is on Zoom. And I hear the director out of the void, right, go, hey, Dana, good to see you. Did you find your keys? And I said, automatically reacting, I go, oh, no, I hate you. Don't say that. I told my agent not to tell me what a, tell you what a moron I am. I told the director I hate you. <laughs> what is wrong with <laughs> I like, this is my friend Kira. She drove me here. Kira, come on in here. <laughs> I didn't get the job. <laughs> you guys, Walmart didn't want me. Was what did I do wrong? <laughs> uh, excuse me. I think you need to transpose this whole scene, and you need to send it off to Chirp or whatever that company is, because you need to be the face of that company that you clap or whistle or whatever, or push tile. a button, and it beeps until yeah. you find your keys. You have no idea. You are. The 475th person who has told me that in my life. <laughs> I mean, I genuinely, I need to glue, like super glue, hard glue, gorilla glue, yes. a tile to my phone, to my earbuds, which I have, I lose every other month for mm -hmm. about three months. <laughs> oh my God. I would literally <laughs> lose my eyeballs if they were not suctioned into my skull because <laughs> I set thing i literally sat down my phone last night and then i stopped and i went why would you ever set your phone behind a plant in the corner of your like i am a crazy person this is what my son hears constantly all day hey siri where are you oh i'm here he said oh thank you did you hear him say <laughs> hey, hey siri where are you here i am constant he just knows he's like this is dumb bitch. <laughs> And then I'll go, like, he understands me. I'll go, where are you? And he doesn't answer because I didn't say, hey, Siri. I cannot. I'm a mess. <laughs> I told a director yeah. who was directing a commercial that I wanted the job. No, I hate you. I am a crazy person. <laughs> but I like him. I make me laugh. Uh, oh I make me God. laugh. I make me laugh harder than, than TV. <laughs> That's bad. I laughed at me for peeing all over myself. I'm a grown-ass woman. I am a grown-up woman who peed all over herself and then went to a plant nursery, pee-pee pants and all, jammies, and I Bellagio water fountained the pee-pee out of the I toilet. I cannot. <laughs> That's now, not good talking. 
I will tell you, because this is a perfect segue to my rant. I also cannot ever do it properly, okay? And I've tried multiple techniques, thinking like having the cup already there, and it'll just go in. It never happens. Then I'm like, I'll just start peeing and then try to catch it midstream. Yeah, no. Piss all over my hand. All over your hand. The only consolation I have for you is that, and this is what I tell myself, you're in a sterile, okay? Okay. So there's worse things that we could get on our hands. I mean, I'm not interested in touching urine when I don't need to, but I'm like, it's sterile and I can just really scrub my hands with that medical grade soap in that doctor's office. Yeah. You know what's not sterile? Poo poo? Poo. Okay. (laughs) So let me just tell you, I have now changed the idea of my rant. I have been inspired by your pee. Okay. wonderful we'll just have a whole potty show Uh so uh i don't have children but i know about a lot of things with kids and i know about a lot of products not just from friends and family but hello i pay attention to the world so yes of course i know what a diaper genie is or in theory what it's supposed to do verdicts out on that don't understand the mystique because i can still smell those diapers after putting it in the genie Okay, but it would be 12 times worse. I promise you. I mean, it may be, but I'm going to tell you all this. (laughs) I'm already giggling because I know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I was Mrs. Doubtfire. One of my best friends had her second child a few days ago. Congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) So. I'm obsessed with her toddler. Um, uh, I so love am her. I. She's and the I've cutest. never even gotten to meet her, and I feel like I know her, and she is my you my will. own personal little smile pet because yes. she's so cute. She's so cute. You have to meet her one day. So this child is a doll and they had asked me A, because of COVID, B, because I live literally three minutes from them and she had her second pandemic baby. I hate to put it that way, but mm-hmm. I remember in the early days of the pandemic i would drive by and she would come outside masked holding the baby and i'd wave to them from across the street like we couldn't even even see that baby for a while baby for a while i remember that or the parents nothing well i mean i still have never as much as you know as i would love to be like jess i want to walk with you guys and meet little i know anyway it's crazy so she needed to have a plan for when the baby came, right? Because right. she can't bring the baby to the hospital. Right. So anyways, and everyone else, like family that is in California is too far to drive in the traffic and whatever. And I just said, look, I'm two minutes from you. I'm working from home. And even most of my clients right now, thankfully, are very close by. I will fly out of here. I'm going to have a bag packed and ready to go also. Yes. Two minutes away, Alan can always bring me something in sure. a dire situation. So I went and got to stay at, at their place for two days and take care <laughs> of little Marcella, which was the ultimate joy. Okay. So cute. Now. <laughs> yeah. The way she it's says my name is too much. Oh my God. <laughs> so cute. So. I sent her a message about something because I was like, oh, I did this or we didn't do this or blah, 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 like giving constant updates. And I said, I don't think you understand the day that I had with your diaper genie. And she was like, 
oh my god before you even say anything i just realized i didn't change it before we oh god you're in labor right i'm like oh you didn't think about throwing out a a thing of diapers before (laughs) like after your water broke and you're headed to the hospital i'm like it's fine did think about that i would be like you're psycho get out of here before that baby (laughs) falls out your vagina (laughs) so i change a diaper and it's it's a it's a it's a full diaper, it's right? It's a hefty, a hefty. So one. I'm closing it up and I put it in the thing and I'm pushing the pedal and it ain't going down. And I'm like, what what am I missing here? It's not going down, not going down, not going down. <laughs> put my hand in, tried to shove it in. <laughs> I think we all know how well that went. Yeah, not okay? at all. Couldn't get it together. Finally, I pull the thing open like you do with a vacuum cleaner to get to the filter. And I'm like, oh, shit, this thing, I mean, pun intended, this thing is full. Well, yeah. I didn't know a diaper genie or how to work. And then I'm looking, I'm like, okay, uh, it's not perforated anywhere to start a new bag. And I'm like, frantically trying to figure it out. Finally, I'm like, fuck it. And I just tore it like an animal with my fingers. Okay. Oh tore the bag and then i'm like okay the bottom of it is tied in a hand knot i guess i'll do that to the top and then i didn't know what to do i pulled another little knot and then there was only like i don't know 12 inches that came down it wasn't a full bag didn't realize the cartridge that goes in was empty it's like a (laughs) receipt tape it has a black line when it starts getting low i had no idea why would you okay so I like get it together, put it in. The child is just staring at me with wide eyes because I was so fuputzed, if you will. <laughs> just sitting there laughing at me while she's still on the change table. I'm like, oh God, you're being so patient. I forgot. Oh, okay, here oh, we go. God. So she's I get like, this dumb woman. I could have already jumped off here and broke my neck. Okay. <laughs> So I wrangle the child who is so advanced for her age. She's 21 months, talks up a yes. storm she's like so a little smart. old woman. Yeah. I have her and I have the dog and I have a heaping bag of a filled diaper genie What bag. was Poppy doing? Uh, she was good. She's very sweet and she's very like she's scared and nervous right now. So I'm trying to hold the yes, toddler's hand. Up. I stalk your family on Instagram. <laughs> I know your dog's name. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm walking down the stairs. I'm trying to wrangle a two-year-old down a set of stairs. We know how slow they have to go. Mm-hmm. And she's trying. So I'm trying to empower her to walk down the stairs. I've got the dog pulling on the other. I've got the bag full of diapers. I'm walking out towards the dumpster. And then a lady comes out and is like, oh, my God, are they having the baby? Scared the shit out of me. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Also, because it's COVID, because we're yeah. trying to be safe and worried right. and I don't want to pass insane. anything to them or la la la, I'm staying away from people. And when I walk her, just like really keeping our distance. So I didn't want to be rude. I also didn't know who this woman was. I was so like scared. I'm trying to hold my hand on the baby, trying to hold the dog, trying to hold the diapers. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then, as we all know, I have a very hard time being succinct. I started getting diarrhea of the mouth. She didn't need to know any of this. I'm like, hi, my name's Jessica. I'm one of their friends. I'm staying here while they have the baby. I mean, I just started <laughs> gushing information out. None of her business. I'm not, not originally needed. from here, but I have lived in California for several years. <laughs> <laughs> So I got so nervous. I just opened the thing because I was like, I got to go and I need to get this child and the dog out of here. And I throw the diapers in the dumpster, right? 
well, to wrap up this epic story. <laughs> and so you wonder where this is going. I come back, I put her, you know, we go back upstairs, I put her and the dog inside, whatever. Well, we cut to that evening. <laughs> When Marcella has gone down for bed, and I'm certain I'm watching that Nanit monitor like a maniac every two <laughs> seconds. Is she breathing? Is she yeah. moving? Is she up? Oh my god! I know that. And I like. right, I okay. saw. I'm like, okay, she's out. Fine. So yes. I run down to walk the dog. I had to walk the dog again. Mm -hmm. So I lock the door, of course, and I run down to take the dog on a quick walk. I'm walking back, and I have a dog poo bag this time. Okay. Okay. I go to put it in the dumpster and I see that that dumpster that I threw the full, beyond full bag of diaper genie in was a recycling dumpster oh, for no. cans and bottles. Okay? Oh, no. So I felt horrific for the neighbors. I also felt horrific for recycling workers. I'm yeah. like, nobody deserves to be going through recycling and open up a bag full of shit. No, it's so, the worst feeling. Like when you get a shopping cart that someone's left a poo poo. No, bag. ew, don't even get I me started. It's so nasty. I don't understand people. Yeah. So I had to, and I need you guys to picture this because I am. Oh, I, I fully pictured it. I'm also not the most limber, but I had to bend over, like body teetering like a seesaw over into that dumpster <laughs> to retrieve the diaper genie bag because the dumpster had just been cleared. And it was empty except for I that bag. I would have never been able to reach it. I would have had to crawl inside. I'm telling you. Well, I'm grabbing and I'm trying to grab it, right? And I'm grabbing it like with my claws and my nails. And, and I grab it. And I'm like, I got it. The whole thing rips open. Of course it did. Of course. It's the story of my life. Rips yes. open, diapers everywhere. So I hand fished out every one of those diapers no. <laughs> out of respect for the neighbors. And I told her, I said, if this is not a testament to how much I love you and your child, that A, I wasn't phased by touching her poo, but B, <laughs> I was willing to do that because I knew all the neighbors would hate you guys and think yeah. you were a-holes because you're the only ones with a baby in the building. <laughs> oh, no. And they're going to be like, oh, they're just throwing their diapers in the recycling. I get it. They shouldn't have had another kid. <laughs> Maybe somebody <laughs> leaves a surprise at your doorstep. Oh, God. Anyways, it was truly my Mrs. Doubtfire moment. She I... said, I picture you like when she catches her boobs on fire and she's trying to put them out with the pot <laughs> lids. I'm like, that was me in the dumpster. I can assure you that's the perfect. I don't uh, know that I could have gotten them out of the dumpster. <laughs> Listen, there's many times in life where I'm like, too bad, so sad. But no, I felt so guilty and bad. But it was we... because I was so nervous Yes. that I just threw it in so I could carry what on with our wrong... walk. This is literally the potty episode. Like, I know. What's wrong with us? Well, because... we need to take in a breath that doesn't involve vaporized droplets. So put I... the seat down, buckle up, and get ready. <laughs> because... <laughs> You were busy fishing poo poo out of the trash can, and I was peeing all over myself. I know. What is wrong with us? It's really. I don't understand why we're not like mega successful in our lives. It seems I know. like we really got our shit it's true. together. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. If you can't laugh, I don't have anything to finish that sentence. <laughs>
<laughs> if you can't laugh, read a toddler a book about the new baby that's coming their way that explains about mommy's growing tummy. Can you feel mommy's tummy? The baby's rumbling around in there. And then have said toddler pull up your shirt and look for the no. baby in your belly no. that you're not carrying. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. The next time I pee all over myself, I'm going to think about that and go, see, you're okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, I already know this is a lot of information. I'm already going to have pee-pee problems when I get old. I know that. I'll be in diapers. You can just expect it. Just be like, Dana's coming to the party. Put some extra disposable diapers in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) After I had my son, there comes a point when I realize I have to go potty mm-hmm. pee i've got a, a hard out at 10 minutes or i'm gonna pee on you yeah like i gotta get i have yes. no holding ability and yes. i do my kegels <laughs> it does nothing and yes the older you get the harder it is oh my god yeah i switched to doing butt kegels i don't think that's a term that doesn't make sense but i do in my when I lay down at night to watch my stupid shows that I watch all the time, I just squeeze my butt cheeks. I'm gonna tell you, face. I know, I see you, and you know what? I'm walking around with the roundest butt I've ever had in my life, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I am not even joking. I started doing it when the pandemic started. I would go to bed at night, and I would just start squeezing, and I would do it to the music of whatever show I was watching. I know. This is one of those times where I'm like, Dana, are you and Jessica talking privately or two hundreds of people around the world? <laughs> honest to God truth. And I'm only telling you because I've never had a roundness to my butt, except when you and I were both like at the height of our weight loss, working yes. out seven days a yes. week, eating nothing. You know, I had a little bit of roundness then because I had a personal trainer. Right. Well, I don't anymore, but I'm telling you those night-night watching TV while you're laying down, squeezing your butt Interesting. I got a little bounce back there, and I ain't never had it before. All right. Apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur for Dana in 2022. That's right. (laughs) Y'all looking at her. (laughs) I know you think it's a joke. I'm going to make you touch my butt when I see you next. Uh, And I'm going to stand to the side and pull in the fabric from my clothes that drapes off my giant boobs. No, man. So that you can see the shape of my round butt. I'm going to make it easy for you. Oh, my God. But bam. I'm sexy. I'm getting up with sexy dancing look at her i mean you can't see her but oh my hold on i'm not a weather person i can't figure out the camera angles (laughs) Ooh, look at you put the camera down okay ready yes oh she getting ready to twerk i think (laughs) that's round it is (laughs) amazing I just butt flexed for you on the computer. (laughs) Oh my god, I just got a mommy. Oh my god. Okay, here comes the sound monitor. Uh Yes, Bear. Why are you laughing so loud? Because I am so funny. (laughs) Smirk on his face like he just said, You're too loud. Let's take a nice, quiet cleansing breath. Let's do it, guys. After all those butt flexes, I'm tired. Oh, my God. I mean, this is a crazy train episode. It all really right. is. 
we like to rant out sometimes things of importance. Sometimes it's just how come I keep peeing on myself uh, so that we can feel normal. Mm -hmm. We get all of that out. We take a cleansing breath, blow it all out, and then fill up the rest of the show with happiness, kindness, mm -hmm. laughter, giggles, because we haven't been screaming enough. Speaking of screaming. If you'd like to scream during your cleansing breath, feel mm -hmm. free. It does feel good. Just don't hurt your throat. Okay, ready? Yes. <laughs> Take a deep breath in. And ah. <sighs> oh, yes. It's very nice. It is very nice. I like it. All right. Are we ready for corners? Oh, did you get a loud warning too? I just asked if we were allowed and he went, he gave me a nice little nod. A little and pinch. A little pinch. As we say in French. Oh, who's well, we? Well, who's we? Oh, you know. Who's the, we say the in Ke French? The Quebecois. Me and our and our friend and listener Jill Sambor. Yeah, y'all love your quaffles. Yes, <laughs> I do too. Uh, and Trader our Montreal Joe's bagels. Yes, we do. Trader Joe's has those chocolate-filled croissants. Uh, don't get me started on pan au chocolat. One of the greatest gifts to this world. <laughs> I can't understand your vocabulary. <laughs> it's, it's your elephant memory that helps you with that because I wish I could remember. How to properly use Pernachoquois. <laughs> I think I'm up first, right? Yes. So this is a fun corner, and we called it What the What for now, but I think we need to give it its own name because I got a lots of information out of this one article that I'd like to break up over some weeks. Do it. True and false, let's call it. This is the true and false corner. Bum, bum, bum. Does that sound good? Sure. Okay. So this is from BuzzFeed. So some of you probably saw it. I feel like we're all like oversaturated with BuzzFeed, but I'm not mm. mad about it. I like no. it. <laughs> I enjoy it. So this is their article they had this week written by Pernell. Oh, Kion. I think. Oh. Q-U-I-L-O-N. This article is, these 15 widely accepted truths are actually false and now I'm questioning everything. I mean, it couldn't be more ideal for me. Right? I love articles right? like this. Yes. So this, what did I say this was? The true or false corner. Mm -hmm. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Here's the first one. This one I actually knew. Maybe you know this one too. That bulls get angered by the color red. I thought false. they do get angry. Oh, you do? I thought they did because that's what the matadors always flap in the ring. Uh, right, correct. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> It's the thing they, they squeeze around their testicles that gets all of their testosterone well, that probably pumping. Makes them mad. Probably that makes uh -huh. them doesn't help. But no, yeah. bulls are actually colorblind. Oh, so the red makes no difference. It is the waving of the cape that gets to them. Oh, so it could Which be I did know. a white I, sheet, and it would correct. still yes. Hmm. It would still upset them. They are actually colorblind, and the color red does wow. not is not what angers them. It's the movement. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? The Mythbusters yeah. team tested out this trope back in 2007 by remotely waving three different colored flags, red, white, and blue, in front of a bull via a clothesline. The hmm. bull charged each flag just the same. To further test this color theory, a team member jumped into the ring with the bull wearing a red jumpsuit and stayed still. While two professional cowboys ran around the ring, the bull paid no mind to the red jumpsuit, proving that the movement of a waving cape is what taunts the bull. Huh. So, so why red? Long ago in bullfights, the matador would use the cape or the muleta 
to conceal a sword in the final round. When the bull charges towards them, the matador would pierce the bull with the sword and the red cape would conceal the blood stains. Ugh. It feels, it makes sense, but now I feel sad. That's what the mm. writers, I agreed, Mr. Kingyong. I do not like bullfighting. I'm sure no. that's probably a, I know that it's like history and I don't care. I don't, I don't, there's no need to torture an animal to death in front of thousands uh, 100%. of people. 100%. But it is interesting, though, that for a long time, I also thought it was the color red. We just yes. we learned that somehow, but it's just to cover up the blood stains. Mm -hmm. It's not really. Isn't that crazy? Yes. This one's a good one, too. I'll do two more. Is that all right? Time-wise yeah. for you? Okay. Getting caught in the rain can cause a cold. True or false? Yeah, we've always heard that, but I right? think it's false. Yeah. A cold is caused by a virus, not the weather. What's actually happening is that certain cold viruses like rhinovirus thrive in low temperatures. That's why they spread more easily during the winter or mm. when it's raining. So you can catch a cold when it's raining, but not because it's raining. Even more reasons to wear a mask and not mm. kiss strangers in the rain unless you're in a rom-com or a Spider-Man finds you. <laughs> I added Spider-Man, but he did say a rom-com. <laughs> or the scene in Streetcar Named Desire. Excuse me, not Streetcar. Cat on a hot tin roof where it's a faux it's like a hollywood generated torrential Rain. downpour uh -huh. and both elizabeth taylor and paul newman two of the most beautiful people beautiful. on earth unfazed and their makeup does not even drip once of course uh -huh. so real <laughs> i know oh my god last night my son wanted to watch tron because we've been telling him mm-hmm We've been, I just kissed Alan for you. <laughs> Did you see me pucker? <laughs> Jessica's husband's leaving and I saw him walk through and I pouched my face at him because she was. Um, Anyway, so we watched Tron last night. Ooh, what did he my think? Son oh, he loved it. He he really had fun. Mm -hmm. But um, wait, why did I bring that up? Here we go. I'm just proving my own point. Mother of God. What were we talking about? About Tron. rain and rain. fighting bull and fighting. colds, colds not being transmitted in the rain because of the rain. I don't know why on earth I brought up Tron. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it'll come to me 30 minutes later uh -huh. and then it'll make no sense. Let's just move on. It's not coming back. I'm not an elephant like you. I am a toilet. Okay, number three. I'll just I'll end on this one. Sound good? Okay, okay, okay. here we go. Oh, this is a great one. I hope I'm not overselling it. <laughs> that someone can pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. We expect mm -hmm. people to be to be successful using this as an example, but this phrase was coined as an impossibility. Hmm. Today, the phrase pull yourself up by your bootstraps is used to convey self-reliance and advice to pull yourself out of poverty, particularly when it's tossed around in politics. However, its modern usage is incredibly ironic since the phrase was first used in 1836 to convey the impossible task of lifting yourself over a fence by pulling your bootstraps. This will help you put your boots on but not jump a fence. As the phrase was passed on, its humorous intent was lost and it began to be taken literally around the early 20th century, just a few years ahead of the Great Depression. How convenient. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? It is. Nobody ever says, quit your wine and pull, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and move on. You can tell them to shut it. That was supposed to be a joke and they don't understand. Okay. I love the etymology of words and me phrases too. and all that stuff. Yeah, me too. 
Thank you for those. Yeah, those are really fun. I know I've got more that are equally as interesting in my opinion. Yeah. So we're going to have a true and false corner for a week or two. Don't Mm -hmm. Google that article. You'll ruin it for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. My outline has disappeared. What happened here? I don't know. I still don't remember why I brought up Tron. So. Oh, my God. Hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. Okay. Here we go. My corner is, this is something that is actually like half corner, half rave. And it is a rave, but I also, we have two very timely raves today. So I'm adding this as a corner slash rave. So somebody that Dana and I know through our years in comedy and improv in LA, her name is Amanda Blake Davis. She is a lovely and very talented woman and actress. In multiple arenas, yes. All the way around. And she started now, of course, I'm like, she started doing this during COVID. Maybe she did it before, but I never saw her present the world with her stylings of her artwork, which is mainly collage. Okay. Is that what it is? I I never know the name of that style, mm -hmm. but it's really cute. It looks like gemstones to me. Yes. It's so good. It's (laughs) cut different pieces. It's like mixed media that forms the face of someone. Now she also, I think does pet portraits. She does pet portraits. She's doing a lot of people's yeah. portraits and people mm-hmm. are commissioning her. You can write to her with a specific thing in mind or send a picture and whatnot. So she's I've been so, so good. She's so good. I've been peeping her stuff for a long time and I kept commenting on it. And then of course she got me, we all know what a golden girls fan I am. And she did a series of the golden girls. They're so cute. They're so good. So she has her art available for sale, but with the golden girls, she decided to have them turned into greeting cards, which is so I was like, Oh the my God. Inside are so cute. The sayings are amazing. Also, you can frame a card. I also love that as a small piece of art. So I wrote to her and I said, I'm dying. Now that I see you're doing this as a set, I want one. Can I Venmo you? How does this work? Mm -hmm. So I actually ordered two sets from her because I love them that much. And I was like, "Hmm, maybe I'll give one away. Maybe I'll just keep them all. But But I really do want to frame some and I'm going to send some in the mail. Perfect art pieces. And especially like I looked at them and was I like Mm -hmm. the sayings that go along with them so much because they're relative to the characters or whatever. And I was thinking like in a glass floating frame side by side. Like what a cute piece of artwork. So cute. Yeah. They're fantastic. So this is what happened. First of all, she texted me a couple of days ago and she said, hey, did you get the package? And I said, no, but I'm not worried about it. No rush. You're fine. And she goes, well, it's showing when I track it that it's been returned to the sender. And I said, well, if you're asking me if I got it, I'm imagining it has not been returned to you, who is the sender. And she said, no. And she goes, I will hand deliver them today. And I said, absolutely not. No rush whatsoever. Please don't. And I want you to get it back for like, we'll deal with it. It's fine. I'm good. Whatever. She's like, don't be silly. I'm out and about. I'm happy to just drop them off. So I'm like, okay, I gave her my address. When I tell you at warp speed, like maybe two minutes later, I got a picture and they're sitting on top of my mailbox and I'm like, what the? Oh my gosh. So, because I was also scared it was raining and I was going to be leaving to go to a client. And I was like, no, it's raining. And okay, if you come by, put it on top of the thing, which is covered. So why do I tell you this? Because Murphy's Law is my middle name. Oh, no. I go, I grab them. I don't even open it. I throw it inside. I go to my client. 
I come back four hours later and the mailman's here delivering mail. I go open my box. What's in the mail? The original. The original. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. So I immediately text her a picture. I'm like, well, look what just showed up here. And I said, seriously, happy to do whatever you prefer. Let me know if I can drop them off to you or if you'd like me to mail them back. And her exact words were, this is a, a sign from like an error in the universe. Please keep them if you like them or pass them on to a friend. So, of course, I felt guilty. Now, of course, instinctually, you're like, hell, yeah, I'll keep them. I love right, them. Right, right. <laughs> but I didn't feel right about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, that is so incredibly generous. This yeah. is a, a business, right? Very new. She's just now starting. Just starting. So I, I said. Mean, she's been doing commission work, but she is now yes. an Etsy shop. Exactly. Yes. So I said, I have a better idea. How about I discuss this on the podcast and we do our very first ever official giveaway (gasps) so i'm gonna tell you guys a how to find and follow her and then if you don't already follow us on instagram and you like the golden girls i suggest you go to our page this week once the episode drops because there will be instructions on how you can enter And we will have a random thing. There is a generator. We used to use this for our improv shows and to make decisions and things. Uh We will compile all of the people that submit to this and it will be randomly generated through an online app. And then we will select a winner. That's so great. I thought that would be so fun. And an awesome gift back to you guys for being so supportive. And we're supporting supporting. supporting a local artist. And I'm sorry, but as artists ourselves, Dana and I are trying to keep the magic alive with this whole anything artistic these days. And I will say just to sweeten the pot. Mm-hmm. ABP is also extremely an extremely hilarious woman. She's yes. very smart. She's writer, improviser, actress. Like mm-hmm. uh, you know, she was whole... on Work in Progress, which is sadly not coming back for another season. But I but can't also, rave enough about that show. She that's something you can she's check also her out just on. One of the kindest people, just so nice. Yes. And then also, she's, she's been doing these posts of monthly yoga daily the or best. something. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. But I am always going. I mean, I'm giggling at this because I know she's sort of posting in jest, but at the same time, I'm like, she's really good at yoga. She could be a model for <laughs> yoga monthly, okay? But I love it because it is, she's truly doing it just to be fun and just, be silly yes, with it. It's it's lovely. So you'd be supporting a really lovely and talented person. Yes. But I love how kind that she is letting us do a giveaway. What a blessing to everybody. It's so cool. It was just great. So on Instagram, you can find her at Miss M-I-S-S Amanda Blake dot art. Miss Amanda Blake dot art with, you know, literally a period as the dot. Mm-hmm. Then her Etsy page is Girl Loves Dog Art. Mm-hmm. So we will post both of those. Please, again, be on the lookout this week for your chance to win. And they are fantastic. I will obviously put a picture up. You will get so uh, one of each Golden Girl. And then there's like a composite of the four of them. So I love them so much. Please enter to win. And then also, please check out her stuff. We love shouting out all of our listeners. Anytime one of you has something or small business, 
please tell us. Yes. We have Raven and Star Soaps with one of our friends from Milkmaid's podcast. We have Sweet Salty Stitches, yep. uh, Jessica Zizzle. And then also on Instagram, please check out Wild and Beautiful Art. That is another listener that did the incredible watercolor of Dana and I. And then also such a beautiful picture of Dana and her mom that yes. she interpreted from an existing picture. So yes. we love supporting you guys. We house. love small artists. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Please check out out all of these lovely ladies stuff and again if you have a wear or something that you do or a service please let us know we are happy to shout it out we're so grateful for all of you so thank you so much amanda what a lovely unexpected treat and how incredibly generous of you to tell me i can keep it and so we are happy to pay it forward to our Absolutely. Listeners. So happy. And what a great opportunity for whoever wins because they're so yeah. cute. Also, I love that, you know, she's we've known her for years through the improv mm-hmm. community and she's so funny. And I think her name is my favorite, ABD. Yes. Everybody just calls her ABD. ABD. She had the cutest, I am so jealous of it, the cutest little, almost like a card. It's the size of a card that comes if somebody sends you flowers. Okay. And it says ABD. And then at the bottom, it says like Amanda Blake Davis. It was the cutest little thing with just a quick little note. So I love it. Even that was cute. Okay. I love it. If you're a fan of Carol Channing and Liza Minnelli, which I sure am. Those are the (laughs) other two that she's done recently that I can't take my eyes off of. Okay. Yes. So thank you. All right. That was a corner slash rave. Now we're going to go into some other raves, which are very timely. Yeah. As you guys may or may not know, today is both the birthday of Miss Betty White, who would have been 100. Yes. And today is also Martin Luther King Day. So we have some very timely, special raves about this. Absolutely. I am up first, and my rave today is in honor of Betty White's 100th birthday. You know, a lot of people are doing the challenge. Mm. So we are raving today in honor of Betty White's birthday for the HumaneSociety.org. Fight for all animals. Improving the lives of farm animals is what they're talking about on their homepage, which has actually been something obviously heavy on my heart lately. Mm-hmm. And I follow a lot of sanctuary farms. Yeah. <laughs> so mainsociety.org, with your help, we fight the big fights, working to end all forms of animal cruelty and achieve the vision behind our name, a humane society. We think big. We are fearless. We stand up and fight for all animals who are suffering. Together, we can create a more humane society. On their website, you can look for ways that you can help. Right now is the season we need to be thinking about cold weather crime. You can help pets left outside in extreme temperatures. Where I come from in Missouri, animals are not always thought of as sentient creatures that we should treat humanely. They are business. They are food. And sometimes they are just a toy that they don't want to clean up after and they chain to a tree with a three-foot chain outside all winter. I I can't handle that. We need things Mm -hmm. like that to stop. Uh, If you... If you are keeping a pet that you're not treating as a pet humanely, you you shouldn't have it. That's my personal opinion, not the Humane Mm -hmm. Societies. Mm -hmm. They have all kinds of programs you can get involved with, lots of stories on there about how animals have been helped. You can donate to them, obviously. 
even not just money. I, when mm-hmm. my mom passed away, we were going through, my mom was constantly cold. I also am that way. We had so many huge towels, blankets, like things like that, mm-hmm. you know, that she cuddled up in after bathing and cuddled mm-hmm. up in on the couch or whatever. So we, my dad is like a walking furnace. So he was wanting to thin some of that out. And we were able to donate those things to the Humane Society. So nice. They do get a lot of it, but they always need it because the animals, they, the stuff gets ruined Mm -hmm. and the animals still need it. You know, a lot of these shelters, even their pens are outdoor. I think about our little Lucy, she had a room that she could go into and they could shut the, the door. But for the most part, she was outside all the time. Now we we rescued her during the some you know spring, so it mm-hmm. wasn't too freezing. But I know there's animals that get cold. Those blankets that you donate go to them directly. They can lay on them. They can keep warm. And it then the staff, if it gets ruined, they can just throw it away. Also, if you don't have any at home that you want to get rid of, for instance, CVS right now has these. They're thin, but they're like. You know, a polyester kind of fleece blanket. Yes. Uh, two for three ninety nine or something. Oh, for sure. They're Five so below cheap. The dollar. If you wanted to buy three blankets and donate that to a local shelter, they would be so appreciative. One of my friends, it is her mission. We've talked about her on the show many times. She has spent the last two months tirelessly with her yearly. Mm-hmm. She does seasonal things for animal shelters literally all across this state in California. Winter Warriors. And her mission is to get every single dog at a shelter. The majority of them are outside, either in over 100 degrees or in the winter, freezing temperatures. She came up with cement mixing tubs because that forms like a bed and a blanket. So she has people send her 5 to $10. That woman had a semi-truck delivered. (gasps) With blankets and cement tubs and things like Kongs. So dogs have a toy, but also something that they can do. And then she has all of her volunteers. People pick cities anywhere from here to five hours from here. I did it last year. You drive a carload full of stuff to drop off at the shelter so that these animals can be kept warm. They've all been rescued. So many of them were abused or neglected. And they're so appreciative. Like animals are scarred from it for sure, but we just don't deserve animals. This is why I get so uptight when people act like animals are not sentient Mm -hmm. beings, because have you been seeing the videos? Uh, There's, it happened a lot over Christmas where they would bring the rescue dogs into a giant room filled Mm -hmm. lined with toys and they let them go choose their toy. I mean, the amount of times that I feel like Lucy and Ollie have literally just rescued me from the depths of Dana is unbelievable. So, you know, animals, I think of them not in the way that I was raised so much where animals were Mm -hmm. more of a commodity than a precious soul. Yep. I'm just going to read you real quick. We all know the Humane Society, but I want to remind you, they say we work to end the cruelest practices towards all animals. Farming industry. Sorry. 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 I just have to say it. Okay. Care for animals in crisis. Build a stronger animal protection movement. Our rescue and direct care work responds to today's cruelties. Our education, legislative, and policy work prevents tomorrow's. I like that. Mm -hmm. They're a global affiliate. This is a worldwide thing. Humane Mm -hmm. Society International is part of them, which has a presence in more than 50 countries. Amazing. Together, we have achieved a powerful legacy of change for animals, and we will never stop fighting for them. Leaders in the humane movement ranked us the most effective animal organization in the country, 
and in a survey conducted by GuideStar's Philanthropedia. Hmm. Interesting. That might be something we want to look out. Mm -hmm. Philanthropedia. I like that. Anyway, you all know what it is, but just remind yourselves what they do and how important it is because my fur babies, man, mean the the world to me. And our farming practices can be better. They just can. Yes. Uh, This actually brings up real quick before I move on to your rave. Again, that was Humane Society. They're easy to find. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to share. So, you know, you guys know that we are huge fans of Tank's Good News, which Mm -hmm. I actually commented on something the other day and he liked it. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I just think he's so awesome. Yeah. He does influencers in the wild where people Mm -hmm. send him. And it's always funny, but it's never cruel. I just think he's lovely. Yes, it's hilarious. So he posted this the other day. Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods have helped save nearly 1 million animals in the U.S. last year. It's amazing. I mean, I feel like I was a part of that. And that makes my heart happy. That's very nice. I mean, I'm not, I'm not perfect and I don't push my lifestyle on even the people in my home. You know, my boys still eat meat and stuff like totally. that. Totally. I think what we want to make clear to everyone also is this is not a a judgment about that or about, but we're talking about industrialized farming. We're not talking about people who we personally know. And in California, when you get up North, you see those happy cows come from California commercials where they're actually eating grass and roaming on hills. Mm -hmm. We're talking about when you go up the five and it's where most of the meat in this country comes from. Mm -hmm. And it is my, Miles of pens of animals, industrial. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to go there. It's too upsetting. I don't want. We all know it. It's not no a shocker to be grinding up. Baby but I don't buy chicks. from like Purdue and Foster Farms and all yeah. of those. I don't do it. I buy from local places and that do organic and free range and all of that kind of stuff. So please be mindful. I know everybody likes a deal and whatever, but I cringe when I see that stuff in the grocery. I'm like, there's so many options. And a lot of the grocery chains from fancy to the lowest budget ones are having to kind of change their ways and are starting to carry a lot more things, but you have to look for it. Yes. And it just sucks because I have to watch my pennies and there are other families that have to watch them way closer than I do. And that's a difficult position to be in because you have to choose what you're capable of doing. That's right. But there are people who can make capability and kindness go together. That's right. (laughs) In my opinion. I totally Um, agree. And like I said, for me, it's my own personal choice. It's a journey I've been on for years and years, and it is all about the humanity of it for me. Mm -hmm. And that's just my personal journey. I am not perfect. I had a steak over Christmas and it was delicious, but I felt real bad afterwards. And that's (laughs) just my journey. But there's no need for some of the cruelty that happens Mm -hmm. where I come from. Puppy mills were a problem, things like that. So anyway, just remember, just really stop and reflect if you can what animals bring to to our lives because it's a lot. It's a lot. Anyway, that's my right. I love it. Thank you, Dana. Welcome. So our next rave for today is in honor of MLK Day. Mm -hmm. And also it's very close to my heart because I grew up in Atlanta. So that is something that I am glad for as much as we didn't know growing up and things that we weren't taught. I knew a lot about MLK because his birthplace is there. So like school trips would take us to his home. 
the very famous, world famous, in fact, Ebenezer Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. That is still uh, in Atlanta and thriving. I have. It's oh my amazing. God, I'm so jealous. Yeah, it's really amazing. Yeah, I bet. The MLK Center, which was built in the 80s, I got to go to as a kid. Wow. So if you ever find yourself in Atlanta, it is quite the experience, just like I would want you to check out the Museum of Tolerance in LA. Yes. Like. There's very special places that, you know, cover all kinds of atrocities and things and how we can do better in the world and not forget and hopefully not repeat. Oh, God. So (laughs) uh, please check out thekingcenter.org. There is so much information. They are constantly researching, teaching, doing outreach in the community. There is so much. It is such an incredible organization and website filled 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 with stuff so to not overwhelm you i want you to keep this in mind they have a portion of the website called be love and it was a specific day that they dedicated last year but this is something that can apply to today and every day it says the be love day challenges Number one, identify three local or national policies that are unjust and begin to research them. Oh, now that's something we can all do, right? We, I mean, all we all read that. stuff. I'm guilty every day. I read an article, and like I found myself the other day telling a friend something, and they asked me a very simple question, and I was mortified, not because I need to know everything, but I said, you know what? I'm kind of embarrassed that I made that point to you because I didn't read the full article. I just kind of scanned and I said, now I'm embarrassed and please let me do my due diligence and then I'll get back to you Mm -hmm. because I shouldn't have brought that up not having read enough about it or, you know. I do that sometimes too, yeah. Yeah, and once you read about stuff, then you're like, whoa. I mean, it can be an amazing wormhole or it opens Pandora's box. Either Mm -hmm. way, you're getting the info and it helps you hopefully bring about change in your community, right? Yeah. The second, research and consider investing your money in a black or brown banking institution. Tag banking institutions that you discover and share them with three friends on social media. That's not something that would have ever crossed my mind to even think about. Exactly. Interesting. And again, we all know, obviously, the disparity in that through the Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Number three, this week, examine personal biases and stereotypes used throughout the week. Make note of each one and then find one solution to help remove that stereotype or bias from your life. Oh, and I really like like doable actions. They're all doable. Again, doesn't require anything but your time and your interest, right? And a little bit of research. Then one last thing, one of my clients posted this and I saw this right before we started recording. So this is also great. And she got this from Carrie Washington, Emma Greed and Tori Bell. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe they collectively posted this. How to honor Dr. Martin Luther King. Jr. Call 202-224-3121 and tell your senators to pass the Freedom to Vote Act and John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement. Yes. Number two, sign deliverforvotingrights.com, the move on petition to protect our fundamental rights that he fought tirelessly to achieve. Number three, follow at official MLK, the number three to stay up to date on the latest from Congress and ways to take action. 
And number four, visit mlkdayactions.org and find an MLK Day event in your area or host your own. Wow. So there's so many things that we can do. And you guys, I'm sorry, I will never tire of it. That man was truly a gift to the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And listen, we're not saying he was a perfect man. He had flaws. I get that. That's not the point. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. Please treat yourself and give yourself the chills as I did. The first thing I saw this morning when I opened up my phone was someone had posted the I have a dream speech and it literally gives me chills to this day. And just listen to that and think about that and the beautiful words that he brought to us and what he worked so hard to do through a peaceful way, right? It's so frustrating. I don't know how he did it. I'm sure he probably wanted to burn the place down as he went. That man taught and practiced peace and peaceable actions. And that is very hard and very, very admirable to do after going through the stuff that he and anyone of color went through. And, you know, I just, we're not a political podcast, but I'm going to say just real quick, uh, these are all things we need to be really paying Mm -hmm. attention to and mindful of to create a better society, but also in America so that we're not slipping back because there's a massive problem with that right now. Yep. Uh, I ignorantly thought that our country was way less racist than than other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was absolutely wrong. That is becoming very clear very quickly. Mm -hmm. And we're inching towards a lot of violence. So we all need to be very mindful of this and take his words to Mm -hmm. heart and his message and his cause Mm -hmm. no matter what color you are correct that is to me like the key point (laughs) this has to be a collective effort as global citizens as humans on the same planet this is not like well i'm not black or that doesn't affect me or i'm not jewish i what didn't have family in the holocaust or whatever there's a we're beyond laundry list of things stop it Yep. Stop. Thank God it didn't affect you. Okay. So take your privilege and if it did or did not affect you in some way and do what you can to make sure that it's better for everybody now and for the next generation. And it doesn't happen again because it happened not that long ago. That's another staggering thing too. It absolutely was not that long ago. Yeah. Very interesting. Yes. Jessica, I think that's our show. I think it is. Are you guys like sweating? Are you wondering what just happened through all of this? <laughs> Do you know where you are? Do you remember? You need another cleansing Why breath? I brought up Tron. <clears throat> oh, it's just become par for the course. We don't say it at the top because we usually forget these days, but I'm going to let you all know how you can find us, how you can send in all of your fun stories be in touch just chat with us we love it all please find us and this is also how you can enter our first official giveaway our first giveaway you guys yeah we find are us on... so not good at like promotional things and stuff this is exactly. our first giveaway we're almost three years deep into this i know <laughs> find us on instagram and facebook at the rants and raves podcast you can find us on twitter at raves underscore the you can send us a direct email at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website www.therantsandravespodcast.com
Woo-hoo. Thank you. And we appreciate you. Always, always, always. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. We like to end the show talking about things we're watching. Jessica, I know you finished Dexter. And Yellow Jacket. And Yellow Jackets. Dan <laughs> Tipton finished Dexter. He really liked it, too. Yes. Um, Yellow Jackets, I've just been reading about in the news because y'all know me. I've been lost in the crime world and secrets mm-hmm. behind the castle. So I know how to run a Tudor monastery, a Victorian farm, and an Edwardian farm now at this point. And I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've been watching. You like Yellow Jackets, yeah? I I loved it. Yeah, I will probably watch that for sure. Mm -hmm. I wanted – I always try to end with a point to ponder. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're ridiculous. Sometimes they're important. And I think this week is a good opportunity for an important one. Okay, great. I want to shout out again. We've mentioned this account before, but The Conscious Kid is a wonderful account. Mm -hmm. Very conscious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've learned so much over the past year and a half from this account. And the post today from The Conscious Kid is, and I'll show you the pictures. We can post the pictures. Mm -hmm. Did you know Martin Luther King Jr. and Anne Frank were born in the same year in 1929. If they were still alive, they would both be turning 93 this year. The civil rights movement and the Holocaust were not that long ago. Mm -mm. We cannot forget this, you guys. And I know it seems dramatic. It's not. We're, at least in America, it's real scary. Anywhere. It's real scary right now. There was, if you guys didn't see this on the news, because honestly, I would say, how couldn't you? But it wasn't all over the news as it should be. There was a group of people that were taken hostage at a synagogue this week. Yeah. And that included Uh, the rabbi who is their, you know, the religious leader of the the synagogue. I don't know how that's a horrible, it's, you know, like a preacher, priest, whatever. Right. It's stupid and ignorant saying (laughs) Well, I mean, you're going to get a call from Mr. Young, but anyway, (laughs) no, I just feel like that really put some, a timeline and a Mm -hmm, connection in mm -hmm, place for mm -hmm, me in in a way mm -hmm. that it hadn't, I hadn't thought of it before. It's real important. I know that's kind of a heavy thing to, to leave on. I'm not going to preach at you, but just remember this wasn't that long ago. No, it was not. Yeah, I guess that's all I got. Now I will just pee on myself and make little <laughs> clay mushrooms until <laughs> the end of time. My, li- I've been making little clay glazed mushrooms, and my maybe our next giveaway can be one of your mushrooms. Listen, mm-hmm. if we want to start giveaways, I'm making shit over here like crazy, and ain't nobody mm-hmm. want it. So, <laughs> my friend Candace, I probably have 35 little mushrooms because I did make some for you and some friends. I can't wait. But my friend Candace called it my, I showed her a picture. She called it my garden of penises. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, I enjoy you. I enjoy you immensely. And now, sweet little Henry can not tell you that you're laughing that too I'm loud. too loud. I know, right? <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I'm going to do my best not to pee on myself or wear my pajamas in public this week. Indeed. <laughs> do you have a goal? Um, Just to, just to get through this week. I, good enough for me. <laughs> you, you take one foot outside your bed, you're a winner in my in my. That's book. right. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. We'll be back next week. Yeah. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Bye.